Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, no, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. You got the easy job today. You have to play the part of Jonathan. I got to be Cap today. Is that what you're doing? That's, yeah, I would say I've got a, I've got, I've got a bigger burden. So what, what, what role do you do then? What, like, I'm going to play on my phone. I'm not going to pay attention to Shay. I'm going to say odd things just at the spur of the moment. Fight with me a lot. I'm going to fight with you quite a bit. And really. Say the Bears are only going to win five games. Yeah. Things and, ha- they, they can't be good for another five years. Yes, I'm going to tell, tell you how good Vooch is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And how this Bulls team just they needs. Run the offense through Vooch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cubs are going to win the World Series. He doesn't work for their Nagy network anymore. And so. Matt Nagy hates me. He wears that as like a badge of honor, doesn't he? I heard you, Shay, talking with him about it like in Indy when the guys were down there for, for the you know their stay at the Combine that Cap said hi to several people. He got dissed by, we didn't talk about this, but he got dissed by Paul Allen initially. Yeah, but did they make up then? I think so. Did, what happened, Shay? And by the way, it's Waddle and Sylvie in for... Uh, cap and hoodie today, seven to ten. So, like, uh, hoodie had the UIC game. UIC lost yesterday. He was in St. Louis, first ever uh, time that UIC was at Arch Madness. Uh, cap is in Vegas right now, getting another tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. You never know. He could. I would like and- to see him get his eyebrows tattooed. Make him make him permanent. Oh, the- do something weird. That that would be weird. That would be weird. So what happened with, uh, and, the, and and that's one of our guys, too, with the diss. Yeah, with Paul Allen? Yeah. So all we have on it is Cap's story. He claims he went over and um, they made up. He told him, hey, man, I, I work with Jonathan. That's my partner. Nice to meet you. Shake hands. You know how Cap is. Yeah. We don't know. I have no idea. I wasn't but, but present the, for this. But the first part of the story was the best, where like PA came over and, and I wish and was, we had somebody in Twitch needed to clip that moment I heard because you it was incredible. Yeah. I wasn't giggling. I lost it. It was such a good dap between Paul Allen yeah, and Jay. Hoodie. You could hear the hand smack from across the room. I mean, the two of them locked hands. It was so smooth. It was perfect. And then Cap looks right at him, puts his hand out, and Paul Allen looks at him and turns the other way. It's fantastic. It was Paul unreal. Allen, the voice of the Vikings. Yes. He went vi- he's gone viral many, many times. It was uh he had the call when Brett Favre threw the interception when he played for the Vikings against the Saints. This yeah. ain't Detroit, man. Yeah. And then uh, this year there was uh one of the I think against the Bills when LeBron retweeted one yeah. of his calls or like the video of him getting excited during one of his calls. We've had him on numerous times. We go back and forth. He's got he's great much at, love for you. Yeah, well, he's great at his job, and he's a very colorful presenter of you know what is going on. So he's been a friend of our show for a long time. I just thought it was very funny 
to hear Shay laughing yeah. as they were describing what had transpired. Yes. But I guess Cap went back and groveled and, and kind of... Well, you know, he has to. You know, yeah. He's got to heal that relationship. Okay. That well, he's like, I used to be a big fan of his. Nope, not anymore. Not after that. But then he kept walking it back. I thought Black said the best thing th- during crosstalk. I totally understand if you don't want to like this person because he dissed you on the dap. That makes sense. Yeah. If somebody walks, Sylvie, if you see somebody who you know professionally at dinner and you they shake Tom's hand sitting next to you and then look at you and walk away, you should hate that person. It's sort of like sort of like watching a football game on Sunday nights and one of your good friends mentions one of us, but not the other. Right, one of us. right. Exactly. Mike Tirico. And on, on, on the Packer game. <laughs> I was just going to ask. What the, did Tom, that happen? the Tom Waddle show. Oh, yeah. we have that in the system. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. It's on the waddle and Sylvie Toby played Bay. it off like it was ha-ha, funny, funny. He was so pissed. It was ridiculous. Oh, Tom Waddle's going to take a lot of calls tomorrow on his radio show about uh, these play calls by Luke Getze. It was about Justin. It was a fourth down call. Instead of being under center, they were in the shotgun at like fourth and one. And it created, you know, a kind of an immediate controversy or second guessing. Yes. And Mike who we both love, and I think he loves us both, mentioned my name but not yours. You more than me. So you didn't get a dap. And you were pissed. It was probably very capish. I got every All my friends were, were, were tweeting, oh, hey, Waddle got a shout-out, but you didn't. That, that's Everybody a, knows the Tom Waddle show, 2 to 6 on ESPN all the, all the dads in the neighborhood who, like, sort of listen to the show but don't really listen to the show, but they all watch the Bears game. And they're like, it's like... No street cred, that. No. The Tom uh-uh. Waddle, they like, I'm just the sidekick. And what makes it so great is is that you love the shout-out. I love the like shout-out more, more than like anybody. Like when Greedy says your name, I think you get blood flow. Uh, I really do. I think oh, you're, you're you je- kidding? I think your jeans get tight. Very much so. Yeah. Even so, like even sometimes when it's not a shout-out and it's a mention, yeah. I play it off like it's a shout-out. Yeah. Well, you know, you take what you can get, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, we're in for uh, Cap and J-Hood today. The number to reach is 312-332-3776. It is Friday. It's Friday! Uh, it's the weekend. Uh, you're just about made it to your weekend. Let's hope we can dodge the snow today. A lot going on. The combine continues. Quarterbacks report today, right? Oh, is that? I well, think they, so. they reported, but they're going to. Well, I think they meet. Some, some of them are going to work out. Not all of them, though. I, Some of them are going to jump. Some of them are going to run. Not all of them. I may drive down to Indy after the show just to watch the the event that is Bryce Young standing on a scale and being measured. Yeah, I mean, that's like... That's, that's the top story of this year's draft. That and obviously the unfortunate situation with Jalen Carter, which is still yet to fully play out. But isn't that the top? Yes. Isn't the size of Bryce Young? And as it's related to the Bears, it's ultra important. I want to see him measure at 6'3 and weigh 225 today. Yeah, you know he's not weighing 225. Well, but if he did, guess how much more valuable that number one overall pick is. Uh, this is where you know the NFL, and we know this. We we don't even need to know this, that the NFL has us wrapped around their finger. We were joking about this yesterday during crosstalk with Carmen and Yurko. We were watching a bunch of dudes who played the defensive line Running 40-yard dashes. And we were basically, like, trying to guess before each 40 
what they would run. Would they break five? Would they be a 5-2-0? And we were yelling, and we are like, look at this guy move. Four we, kids at Christmas morning. And we, we, were, we like. were excited watching these guys run 40s, and we're like, this is... This is ridiculous. We're excited about a bunch of fat dudes running 40s wrapped around the... Football's got us wrapped right around its small little pinky. And now think about it, Waddle. We're talking about a quarterback getting on a scale. Yeah. We're talking about Bryce Young getting on a scale. Will he weigh more than 200 pounds? Well, because the outcome of that weigh-in is going to have a significant impact on our favorite team's value of the number one overall selection, or could. Football, man. Yes, and not just that, but there's another young man who did his workout yesterday who now has people talking about him as being the best player in this draft and maybe may force the Bears to take him number one overall, which both of us are not excited about. I guess Will Anderson performed quite well in his workout yesterday. He did. I love Will Anderson. He seems to be the total package. Yeah. Uh, athlete, production, uh, on and off the field. All the things that really we're questioning now about Jalen Carter. Yes. But set the table on this regarding Will Anderson. And I've seen, and I could, I could help you too, but with what I've seen from a lot of the bloggers that I like, on Twitter. Well, I, I guess Will Anderson, I, I don't have the ex, the exact stats of his workout, but I guess he ran a sub 4-7-40, interviewed exceptionally well, shows all the traits of being a guy inside your clubhouse that's going to be a leader. Uh, Mel has identified him as the best edge rusher in the draft, but doesn't think he's going to be a Nick Bosa type. You know, 9 or 10 sacks. Well, we would have killed for 9 or 10 sacks from one player last year, wouldn't we? I think we got 10 or 20 collectively from the entire defense yes uh but but as it's been described to us you know really good player but maybe not a franchise changing player or at least that's how mel has described him i believe now especially with the jalen carter situation that will anderson is now starting to to catch a little more attention from everybody involved and courtney mentioned this to us yesterday that what if the Bears decide that Will Anderson is by far the best option in the draft for them and they don't get a trade offer that really is to their liking? Would you be upset if Will Anderson was just selected by the Bears number one overall because he was the best option in this year's draft? And I think you and I are both on the same page here is, is that, no, when you have draft pick number one and number 55, you don't have enough assets in that scenario, at your disposal, at disposal, to to upgrade your team in the manner in which this team needs to upgrade because they have so many needs. You look at the Houston Texans right now. The Texans have two twelve and what thirty three, yeah, thirty four, thirty three, thirty three. I would say if you if you use one of those fancy value charts, currently right now, the Texans have more value in the first two rounds than the Bears. That's got to change. You don't even need the chart for that. Well, two, two, twelve, right. and thirty-three versus, versus one, one and fifty-five. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like one and two are basically the same. They've got twelve. There's no other Bears pick until fifty. What? Fifty-five, I believe, is where yeah, they're at. They've it was got, the they've Ravens got another pick. top fifteen pick. So, like to me, I'm not. I, I I want to see them fill that gap between one and fifty-five. You've got too many needs that need to be addressed. If you can convince me. Like, you guarantee it, and it has to be true, that 
That Will Anderson is the second coming of Nick Bosa, healthy Nick Bosa, not the Nick Bosa that plays 10 or 11 games, but the one that won the NFL well, or the, the Defensive Player of the Year football, award? Some football players only play 10 or 11 games. That's, that's the problem that's, with football. That's true. But if, you had, if I could guarantee you that Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, without the issues, was Aaron Donald, would you take him one overall? And forego trading that pick Man. to get more Aaron, assets. Aaron, like he has to be a generational player. This is the but point. how can you guarantee you generational? Can't. You can't. So that's the point. So for me, you could tell me all you want that Will Anderson is the best option in this draft. He fits a need. You need an ass rush. Uh, uh. You need an ass rush. Is that what you just, I just said? did? Yeah, that's what I said. So it's you early. can tell we're not yeah. used to. We're, we're not used to talking to. It two. wasn't even that. I didn't even wasn't even going for pass rusher. I was going for edge rusher, and I ended up with ass rusher. Bears fans, <laughs> who wants an ass rusher? Raise your hand. Be careful if you get an. You don't want an ass Ryan rusher. Ryan Poles, would you like an ass rusher at number one? No, I need a pass rusher or an edge rusher. You need that spot, but I need more than that. So if you can't guarantee me that he's going to be somebody. That is going to be an NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Then I will forego drafting him. I'll be him a great player, an excellent player. I need more picks in the first. Let's two take rounds. some calls on this three one two three three two three seven seven six. The thing, the thing. You know what got me, me as well, real quick. My my bathroom schedule's all messed I know, up. We got to talk about that. And you're you're the king of the bathroom talk. Um, good thing Meller's not here. The thing about getting number one and not needing a quarterback is you parlay that into multiple, multiple picks, multiple swings. That's the thing with the draft, multiple swings, because you know you're going to miss on some of them. You have got to get multiple picks here. You've got to build your team. You have so many needs, and you need multiple picks. You cannot be happy with just drafting one player at one. I've seen I've seen Adam Johns try to convince Bears fans, uh, if, if the offers aren't good, just be happy and draft number one, Will Anderson. You can't do that. 332-3776. We'll take your phone calls. Would you like an ass rusher like Waddle would like? <laughs> And if you wake up early, <laughs> is your bathroom schedule off like Waddle and me today? We'll get into that. We're going to have some fun today. It's Waddle and Sylvie in for uh, Cap and Jay Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. We're in for Cap and Jay Hud. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Usually two to six on your new home for the Chicago Bears. Want to talk to you at 312-332-3776. It's cool to see some of the uh, familiar names, too, on the call screener that I usually hear. Me being a P1, preset one for ESPN 1000. I usually listen on the old Sonos, though. This is usually the time that I wake up. I got the 7-Eleven Wake up, uh, wake up alarm. Uh, and you then, just, I know because you're odd because you everything is on the 11s. On the ones. The ones. Whatever. The ones. So, like, I well, never. Well, there wouldn't be. It'd be 701. So, today. You said 711. On, on the ones. So That's the, not on the ones. That's on the 11s. The well, ones is 701, 801, 901, well, 1001. Like, like traffic on the eights. That's the 18, 28, 38. That's not just 08. 
So, like, I wake up on the ones. Today I woke up at 6.01, or that could mean 6.11 or okay. 6.21. You broadcasting. Rule, not you, you broadcasting experts. It's, them, it's, it's, it's one of the weird. It's a weird thing. It's one of the weird things? Many of the weird things. So... Okay. Uh, I don't know what were we talking. I don't know. You say yeah. you see you yeah, see people. So I that... see the people that I usually hear when I. T- this is the time I usually tune in. I see somebody that usually calls us in the afternoon on the screen as well. All he wants. I to think do you is need argue. to. I think you need to. You start, want me to start yes, with him? You got to start right. the Friday let, with Big C. Uh, let, let, let me let me just play you this too. Ian Rappaport said this. So hopefully this won't be the scenario regarding. Just drafting at number one, being happy with Will Anderson because there aren't trade offers that you love for number one. This was Ian Rappaport yesterday on the NFL Network. There is significant, significant interest in the number one pick. Were you able to sleep last night? Or did you play that sounder in your brain all night long? No, I was, I was very, I was, I was very excited, excited. Very, very excited. excited. It was from the bigger pit. Uh, this is the Chicago whole Chicago Bears general manager Ryan Poles has been very clear. That number one pick is for sale for the right price. Has not said definitively that Justin Fields is his starter, no matter what. And obviously, what? the evaluation process is ongoing. But so is Don't the process play. about is he going to trade the pick? And from my understanding, there is significant, significant interest in that pick among the teams expected to show interest. The Texans at number two would make sense. Just a quick slide from one to two for the uh, Chicago Bears. The uh, Atlanta Falcons still in need of a quarterback. Obviously, that would be one to watch. The Indianapolis Colts at four made it very clear. General manager Chris Ballard. Always open for business. Does he take a big swing? And the Panthers still have some questions as well at the quarterback position. No doubt they're looking hard at some of these top, top looking guys. Looking hard or looking so hard? That is a lot of the discussion here. What's going to happen in number one? Don't make fun. You said ass rusher in the first I'm segment. Just, so my he point, said licking. My point he said is, licking. is, like, listen, we're humans. We make mistakes. Or do we? Or did we both intend to say what we intended to say? Like, look, they've got you wrapped around their finger even more so. Oh, I'm on edge. I, which one of uh, which which one of Ryan Poles' burners do you think he sent that message to Ian Rappaport with? Well, Ian Rappaport's smart enough to know that he's got to vet it, even if it just comes directly from Ryan Poles. With vetting he, it is fine. Like, yes, how do you vet it? Ryan Poles is He's is not going to get played by one general manager. No, but, but look. By saying that. We know that the first pick has value. Somebody's going to fall in love with one of these quarterbacks, and they're going to want to move up. That's the nature of the league. Okay? A lot of these teams need quarterbacks. You can think that this quarterback class is good, average, or bad. These teams need quarterbacks. Somebody is going to trade for that pick. I just, the, the disinformation and all of the other stuff, it's fun to watch, and it's fun to watch people cling to different things that are said. Shay, are you familiar with Big C? Does he usually call uh, Cap and Jay Hood? I know Big C well. Yeah. Once in a while, we'll, we'll hear from him. Well, Big C. Big C something. Don't say that. Say with a little more enthusiasm. Big C on the <laughs> south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Big C? That's what I'm talking about. Put a little, you know, a little up into it. Mm. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Don't do that too hard. You may may have a problem. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I'm coming uh, to realization here. You got to trade that pick, man. Yeah, I'm trading the pick. I'm trading the pick. You can't, yeah, you can't build a team that way. Man, what's wrong with Paul? So that's why I told you Paul cannot be listening to the media and the fans. He should have never trade that second-round pick 
for no Claypool. Never should have did it. But, you know, he listened to the, just like everything else, listening to the fans, the media, back in the day, color day. Oh, we need a wide receiver. Oh, we need an old line. Oh, we need it. And the next thing you know, the general manager go do it. And the next thing you know, he's fired. Brandon Marshall's pretty good. They bring Brandon Marshall. I don't think it has to. Yeah, he was good. I don't think it's because he's listening to the media. I think he's he's looking at the team and he sees he needs he needs help for Justin Fields. How could you not see that? Okay, this still check this out though. Why everything that the media and the fans say, he go piggy bank and do it. He need to be innovative. Well, I mean, we're jumping, Big C. We're jumping to a conclusion. Like we were six months or six weeks away from the draft. He may, he may or may. I don't know what he's going to do with the pick. I think he looks at the situation and says, "I have a hell of a lot of needs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to parlay that first overall selection into a one, a two, and maybe a one next year." He got no other choice. Look what type of guy he puts up. But I say one thing: he did good last year. If he go back to the gun, like he did last year, and dropped the two uh, defensive backs. Are we on speaker? First of all, are we on speakerphone with you? You know better than that. Yeah, what's good? You're a veteran caller. You know the rules, Big C. And you're putting us on speaker? Yeah, but uh, yeah, but he got to be more innovative. That's disrespect. One in 55, and then we got the good air. What you say? We're running four threes. Nolan Smith. He jumped what he jumped yesterday. Yeah, he's, he's a kid from Georgia that didn't play the end of the season, right, because of yeah. injury. 41 and a half was vertical. his vertical. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was he was off the board in terms of athletic performance. All right, Big C. So your yeah, message is stop listening to the fans and the media. Yeah, you got to trade that pick. Too many good air. Rushes. That's what we've been telling them to do. Okay, so... So then he shouldn't. See, this is an example of a call. One. Thank you, Big C. Yeah. This is... A, have a great weekend. This is an example of a call where we say... What we we don't want them to sit with number one and fifty five. We want them and, to parlay says, number one into number of picks. He says, "Don't listen to them," and then says, "We got to get out of number one." <laughs> Which is it, Brian in Kenosha? You're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Brian? What's up, gentlemen? It's so good to hear you in the morning. Although I do miss hoodie smooth pipes. Oh, he's um, great. Oh, I know, Sylvie. I got I got the Pro Bowl fix based on what you were saying before. The Pro Bowl now turns into a reenactment of the draft combine. Anybody who makes the Pro Bowl gets to come in, run the 40, maybe see who the best ass rusher is. You know, I don't know. I don't know if there's time for all this, but I think we're solving the NFL's Pro Bowl dilemma. That's that's not bad. Like, do a do a combine for NFL veterans. Yes, you're right. A 30-year-old who's just busted his ass. For 17 weeks, 18 weeks with the bye. Well, they're in wants shape. To, wants to go to Vegas to go through a veteran combine. No. Yeah, like a, like exactly. a no. veteran combine. Nobody wants to Who's go through a veteran combine. When you leave the combine, your hope is as a player that you never have to go through some of the nonsense. Again. Should they also go through the putt-putt and dart-throwing part that, of the uh, evaluation? That, that, that's what the Bears are doing with the prospects, if you haven't heard that. They're uh, they're trying to loosen them up, bring out the competitive juices. They're bringing them into their hotel suite. Hey, pick up a potter. I like, I really like Ryan Poles, and I do like Matt Eberflus as well. This is a colossal waste of time, in my humble opinion. I I, I really, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to rage. Take it or leave it. I'm no, not going to no, rage. It's, it's, but, but, but I don't believe you're going to, you are not going to gain any additional knowledge from asking a guy to throw a dart and see if he can hit the middle of the board. 
In fact, what you may do is, is limit the amount of time you have with him so you may not get all your questions in because you're busy watching him throw darts. This is the, this is the non-story story. This is Mitch vacuuming yes. the, the locker room. You raged this against is, that. Right, well, to, to right. You shouldn't put much stock into any of that. Yes. This is Mitch driving the Toyota Corolla. This yes. is Mitch making the Jim McMahon reservation. I want to know, can they play? If Mitch would have right. played like Patrick Mahomes, we would have thought all that stuff was fabulous. Yeah, if someone throws a bullseye and beats uh, Matt Eberflus in, in a putting contest... That shouldn't get them ahead of someone else on the draft board. But goes out there and drops punts and runs the wrong routes or does something, you know, that they're not supposed to do. Then what was the, what was the, the, you know, what was that all for? I'll give you an example. Valus Jones dressed in a suit and brought a briefcase. Um, remember that was all the rage. That oh, was he, it? I don't. Uh, I, oh, yeah. Uh, Dion was all over that. Really? I didn't Dion know. Dion was like, this guy is a pros pro. He 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 dresses in a suit. He brings a briefcase to Hallis Hall. The guy couldn't catch a pass. None this, of that matters. Well, you're proving my. This is my point. Is is like, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna to rage against it, but I am going to identify it it's as something cute. that it, I don't believe adds any material evidence to your evaluation process. I think it's a nice way to loosen a guy up. Maybe it, how about telling a joke? Hey, how you doing? How's your family? You know, what is what is throwing a dart do to loosen somebody up? You know, they come in and they just I don't know. You, you, you're just you just want to hump right now. You want everything. I'm they, not humping. I'm, I'm not everything, buying it. Every, uh, uh, but I'm not going to yell at them for trying something a little I, different uh, to bring out the true personality of the player. What if, they're so rehearsed. I think they're trying to get them to just be themselves. When you want to when you want to loosen up, the first thing you do is grab some darts and go to a dartboard, right? Or you grab a putt putt. You you go to the putt putt course. Did you have a dartboard when you were a kid? No, you never got a dartboard. Oh, I, I don't believe back so. Back in the day, there was a. I had a Listen, dart stage. My, if, if if there was a dartboard in my house, my brother and I would have thrown the darts at each other. It's Waddle and Sylvie in for Cap and Jay Hood. Here's today's headline. Headline with Cap and Jay Hood. Oh, my goodness, this takes me back in time when I was your fill-in anchor, sports anchor over at Fox. I got the uh, warm and fuzzies from this. Hey, uh, both White Sox and Cubs picked up spring training wins yesterday. Marcus Stroman struck out four over two and the third innings. Here come the Cubs. In a 6-1 win over Oakland, and Larry Garcia had a two-run home run, helping power the Sox to a 6-4 win over Colorado. He's going to play every game now. No doubt. Get your money's worth. The Blackhawks continued their sell-off, sending Max Domi to Dallas for a second-round pick, and journeyman goalie Anton Something. They now have 14 picks in the first two rounds of the next three drafts. Hawks lost 5-2 to Dallas at the UC last night. By the way, I also saw the Rangers a little bit. Well, I saw the score. They lost 5-3 in Kaner's debut. I don't believe he had any tallies. I think he was He did not, out. no. His Bulls. baby was there, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Family was there. Bulls back in action tonight after their win yesterday. No, not yesterday. Two days ago, Two days right? ago, yeah. Uh, hosting the new-look Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant expected to play for Phoenix tonight. Uh, Patrick Kane, as I was just telling you, debuted for the Rangers last night. Four shots, no goals, no assists, was a minus two. 
That's okay. Kanner will get uh, get his Shorvan uh, out there in New York. I thought you were going to say um, get his craft together. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> oh, he's got his craft together. Uh, they lost to Ottawa 5-3. to three. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. What's uh, Carmen doing here already? It's 7.35. He told us he was going to bring us donuts. And he did. He yeah. paid that off. There are donuts back. You want me to bring them in? God, uh, there's nothing like a great morning donut. Like, I thought you were going to say. thousand calories, I though. thought you were going to say dump. That, too. After You're that off donut, a little bit. You're I'm off. off. It's like the morning schedule. It's unbelievable. See, that's, if, the, if I bring you these donuts, what's it going to do to your poop schedules that are already all screwed up? Don't they have to pull into a McDonald's up on the Edens at some point, like at eleven o'clock? Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Oh, I've done that. Have Me you too. ever heard of when Waddle uh, cut off the uh, the driver and the driver almost uh, beat him up in the McDonald's parking lot? Yeah, I haven't heard this. Right, well, it, it happens. Uh, Edens Roulette. I was playing Edens Roulette. <laughs> Which is when I used to leave the station and think that I can get home before I actually have to use the bathroom. Because I didn't want to use the bathroom here, so I can get home before that. So I play a little Eden's Roulette. You like to play the whole gas tank thing, where you, you like to see how far your, you know, your, your gauge can go down yeah. and, and before Bro, you run out of gas. How you go? Well, I try to do that with, with, you know, with the bowels, poop. with the poop. <laughs> Well, one time, Shay... It, the turtle it, game. One time, I, 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 I played roulette, and the bullet was in the chamber, so to speak. <laughs> so I get halfway up to Eden's, and I'm like, oh, no, this isn't going to go well. So I immediately swerve off and get off the highway, and then I there's a McDonald's after the first light. I don't remember what it was, maybe dumpster or something. So I just haul in front of a car. Just boom, cut right in front of them. And I've crossed the, the, and I think I even went over a, a, a curb to get into the McDonald's parking lot. Well, the guy cut off followed me in in a truck, and he was screaming at me. And he's like, you, and I get out of my car, and I'm running. I'm going, hey, dude, you can kick my ass when I'm done, but I got to go to the bathroom right now, and I don't want to blank myself. So let, can we put this off for a minute? And he started laughing. He says, no, you're good. But I almost got, not only almost pooped my pants, I almost got my ass kicked. Going over the curb, it feels dangerous. Boom. When you're prairie dog hitting the curb, yes. that feels like that could have set things loose. I think if you were inside McDonald's at the time, you thought I was coming in to rob the place because I was coming in with <laughs> such, such velocity. You literally almost got the crap kicked out I of did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I was so calm, though, about dealing with the guy because he was yelling. And I just looked at him over my shoulder. I was like, dude, you can kick my ass later, but i got to get inside. So, Fantastic story. The same McDonald's I used to hang out yeah. at when I was in you high school. On Dempster, you yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like Dempster Now Center. Dest- Dempster. Destroyed yeah, that Skokie, whatever destroyed it is. Destroyed it. Uh, let's go to space. What's up, space? Should I do hoodie? Hey, space. <laughs> tell me your idea. What's up, space? <laughs> Waddle, Sylvie, what's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Everything's good. Oh, let me let me play let me play cap now. What's cracking, space? <laughs> hey, y'all are awesome, man. You guys are awesome. Well, in honor of Cap and J Hood, okay, keep your beak out of their ass, Russ. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you. <laughs> well done. But yeah, man. Hey. 
there's no way we can settle for getting one pick for our, for the first pick. Yeah, I, I don't see a, an option where that's a good option. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's Will Anderson. I don't care if it's uh, – I don't care who it is. There's no way we can just settle for one person. We got to trade down. We got to get it for more picks because we got too many holes, man. We got we got to fill up a whole line. We need some defensive linemen. We need some linebackers, uh, with the exception of Jackson. Oh, Jack Sandor. <laughs> but we need we need some people. So there's no way we can settle for one pick. We got to make some moves. I think Ryan Poles is on the right track, and he's going to do us right. So, I, space. Yeah, I would I say this: wait. if they keep the number one pick and they don't trade it. I'd be willing to bet you and anybody else that they're using that pick on a quarterback. Because I don't see them that's keeping the pick for a position player. Right. And, and listen, then all hell's breaking loose if that's the well, case. And I don't believe that that is going to be the case. But if they would keep the number one overall selection, then to me, that would signal to me that they've fallen in love with Bryce Young, who, by the way, yeah. I showed you a picture. Looks like he's been working out. Or he's got five or six sweaters on. He, you, you said he looks thicker. He looks thicker. And then so, so again, like so, that's what they want to see, right? Because he's first of all he's short, and second of all he's skinny, and I, they don't think he can be durable enough. To me, his weight, and it can't be like I don't want to. It can't be like Suzuki weight. You know what I'm saying? Like he put don't on a lot of. Change, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I'm just making a comparison. The weight that he put on. At least in the pictures I saw, didn't look like, you know, a lot of muscle weight. Well, he didn't work out the core, obviously, or didn't properly oh, work now out look, the now core. Look who's, well, now look who's going after somebody. Injury That's right my away. point. But my, what I'm saying is, is if he puts on, you know, good weight that you think that he can he can maintain, that's different. Like you and I were talking at one of the breaks. Look, I'd be drinking. If I'm him and I know that my weight is important to everyone at the combine, I'm drinking gallons of water. I may pee nonstop for the next five hours after I get off the scale. Don't the GMs know that, though, too? Like, if he steps on the scale, like... Uh, well, that's why I say the the appearance, his appearance, it can't be that he's just put on weight in the midsection. Right, right. Like, you, I showed you the picture. It looks like his thighs are... He looks good. Now, again, oh. I don't know... Well, he did. Size-wise. I mean, he doesn't look frail in the picture. Does you he keep, look frail you, to you? You keep pointing at the quads. You, yeah. You're impressed with the quads, oh, huh? I am. Look, did he, did it not look, did he not? That's he where Jalen Hurts is so strong. Exactly. He didn't look skinny to me. But again, he also had a sweatshirt on. So I don't know what he's going to do. Okay, we'll see. And, and so people think that if he does weigh, if he has put on muscle and he does look good that way, that he could he could gain even more momentum as far as the number one overall pick. That, to me, would be more important than a player going out there and, like a defensive end running a good 40. Oh, really? So, like, Will Anderson running a four six five, I think is less meaningful than Bryce Young stepping on the scale and showing that he has bulked up in a good way. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Lee in Kankakee. What's up, Lee? What's going on, gentlemen? Hang on a second here. You're on my uh, my fan phone. Give me one second. What were we doing? All right, you got me? There you go. Yeah, don't, don't okay. pull the big C. Sorry, no worries. I just wanted to make sure that we got to you. Um, so, definitely, we, we want to trade this pick. I want, would like to play, uh, trade this pick twice. If Houston's going to play ball and Indianapolis will play ball, 
I'd like to see us get either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. But the main thing that I don't think anyone's talking about, because we have such a, I want to say like a, a depleted wide receiver class, stockpile some picks for next year. Marvin Harrison Jr. is coming out next year. Yes. Go after that, man, because then uh, Justin Fields is going to have his running mate for the next 10 years. You know, I think it would be a fantastic idea. I'm going to hang up and listen to what you guys got to say. Look, Lee, I think it's something we've talked about in the afternoons quite a bit. I would love to get some draft currency for next year as well, knowing that this isn't going to be a finished product at the end of 2023. For for whatever you need, like yeah. whether it's it's Marvin Harrison Jr. What if Justin doesn't pan out? Of course. Like there are many reasons why or just to continue to add. Like one of these bad teams that you're trading with, may still be bad next year. And then all of a sudden, you're winning the lottery next year. What if you do improve? What if Justin is much better? Like, the Eagles got really, really good, and now all of a sudden, New Orleans is bad, and now they've got New Orleans pick. They're a Super Bowl team, and yet they still have high draft capital, and they can continue to improve. Like, it's not just for one player. There are so many reasons why the Bears should want to try to get a first-round pick for next year, no, too. No doubt. Optimistically, you want them to obviously be pointing in the right direction. Justin takes the next step, and you make progress knowing that the following year you'll be even better. But you also have the capacity and the luxury of having an escape hatch. And you have that by not spending all of your money this year and maybe finding a way to garner some to gather some some 2024 draft currency as well in case, you know, the unfortunate thing that you described just happens. If the quarterback doesn't pan out and show the progress that you're expecting, at that point, right. you may need to pivot and go in a different direction. No one wants and, to say that, but that's a, like... I'll say it, yes. That is a possibility. And to move, to pivot and move, you're going to have to have a couple of first-round picks more than likely. And next year's quarterback class seems to be, it's projected to be pretty good. Let's hope we don't have to go there. But if we do have to go there, you got to have an escape hatch. Unlike what the Bears had with the Mitch experience. You couldn't get out of that. Yeah. You didn't have any draft currency and all your money was spent in the Khalil Mack trade. Yep. Yep. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. if you want to get in. Uh, the question that we're asking you right now... Um, Would you be happy? Like, I've seen so many bloggers that I like, I respect, who got wowed by Will Anderson yesterday at the Combine and said, hey, if the Bears don't get what they want, um, let's just be happy if the Bears just draft him at one. To me, not good enough. You're in this position with all this cap room, with with what we think. I, and let me, I believe... Ryan Poles can do something that not many general managers have done throughout the years, and I'll tell you what that is coming up next as we're in for Cap and Jay Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Like, I think Poles has a chance, and we're it's waddling Sylvie in for Cap and Jay Hood. Jay Hood had the um, arch madness. Cap is in Vegas. Like, I try to rack my brain and think about some of the most creative general managing. And I don't just mean, like, a good pick. Like, the 83 Bears draft set up the 85 championship. It, it, you should 
even I know it's so long ago, but the younger listener should go through that and and look the way it just it it set them up. The but, Saints had a draft a couple of years ago that was very very good. Right, right. Like creative general managing, like Jerry Krause had a draft where. He got both Pippen and Horace Grant. And the way he pulled that off is he got Olden, Olden Polonese and he traded with Seattle. And no one really knew how good Scottie Pippen was going to be. And he did. And he pulled off this trade with with Seattle for, for Olden Polonese. And he ended up with Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen in the same draft. And it was like hocus pocus. It was creative general managing. What Ryan Poles can do, he could what if he does this right and trade down and turn the number one pick into multiple players who are good. It will not only be successful um, picks, but cre- it could be some of the most creative general managing we have ever seen. If he plays his cards right, if he trades down multiple times. And, and he gets the most bang for his buck with successful trades and then gets the players right. He has the chance to put himself in the history books next to Jim Finks, Theo Epstein, Jerry Krause. Yeah. Like up there with some of the most creative general managing we've ever seen in Chicago sports if he plays his cards right. There's no doubt. I mean, he has more at his disposal than he probably will ever have again in that role. I mean, your hope is is that you're never going to have the number one overall pick again. They've cleared the deck, so to speak, with regard to salary cap space. Now you got to make really good decisions. It's the reason why we've all been saying since the Houston Texans decide to do what they did and go out and win that meaningless game which gave the Bears the first overall selection. We have said over and over again that Ryan Poles will have the greatest impact on this offseason, especially if he makes good decisions. doesn't mean that he's going to spend all of his free agency money. doesn't mean he's going to turn the picks that they have into 30 picks. But by the same token, he has the ability or he has the resources at his disposal to do some really good stuff. And I would say, like, part of, part of it is going to be enhancing where they sit right now. Because as we said a couple of, you know, a couple of segments ago, currently the Houston Texans have more value in the first two rounds with what they have. Yes. They've got the two, they've got the 12 and the 33rd pick. The Bears have one in 55. This one, the number one overall pick is great, but you got a ton of needs. Right. But if you go down to the two and you grab the, the the Texans two and you get their thirty third pick and then you go from two to four and you get the Colts four and then now all of a sudden you get their next year first round pick and their second round pick and maybe a player comes back now all of a sudden you're doing some great work and then hopefully you turn those picks into good players right. and you build a foundation now all of a sudden you're putting your name you know what I mean like he has an opportunity to do the opposite of what Ryan Pace does. Ryan Pace has himself in the in the talk of one of the worst moves in sports history. Yeah. He, he's the Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan thing, the Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes thing. Oh, I thought you were talking about drafting Kevin White at eight. No. But well, you were right. All, all, all those things, or Adam Shaheen, or on and on and on. But that, that move is one of the worst. Ryan Poles has an opportunity to do some of the most historic general managing 
And I'm not like this isn't caught in the moment. No, he it's does, not hyperbole. He, it's not hyperbole. If he does it right, we have a chance to. He could really vault change himself the direction and, of the franchise. Yeah. Not, and it's the reason why I think if they stay at one, the only reason they would do that is because the general manager and the coach and the people in the building fell in love with one of the quarterbacks. I don't think they stay at one and draft a position player. Joey G in Melrose Park, a guy that I hear every single day around this time. Joey G, what's on your mind? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? We're great. How are you? Very good, Joey. Good. I'm walking and breathing. That's all that matters. <laughs> that is important, <laughs> yes. So what's on my mind is, like, I, I agree, don't, do, don't just use the number one pick to get Will Anderson. You got to go down to charge. You got to build for next year. And I saw this kid last night, Van Ness, on Iowa. Uh, excellent. Uh, he's tall, lengthy, speed. Make a good uh, left side on the defense with Jack Sanborn on the right side. So that you know that that's that, that's me, and I and I I agree with you 100 percent, Sylvie. And uh, that's all I got to say. All right, Joey. By the way, on how many times you bash cap? Huh? Where are we at now, Joey? Where are we at on the on the uh, tally? Four, four, four an hour. That's good. Have have I bashed him? No, no, no. That's my. I'm sitting. I'm cap today. I'm bashing myself. (laughs) Beating myself up, so to speak. Congratulations on being home in the Bears. Yes. Jay, thank you. Thank Take you, care, guys. Thank Thanks, you, Joey. By the way, uh, Lucas Van Ness is the 21st ranked prospect on the uh, ESPN.com draft chart. He is obviously a defensive end out of Iowa. Yeah, yeah. You're, if you're talking about offensive players in Iowa, then the, then there's something wrong. The punter, usually, maybe. Usually it's a defensive player, yes. right? I believe their punter, though, is probably going to have to have... Uh, a, a new leg, a new right leg. I think he wore it out. Wore it right, right. Yeah. A lot of mileage on that. Yeah. Oh who is it? What, what's the player, the wide receiver that the Bears had who fumbled and they cut? They got from the Vikings. Amir Mar- Smith Marset. Yeah. yeah, wasn't he an Iowa player? Uh, I think he was from Iowa. Was he? I think like, well, he I, didn't know how to react is, with the, the ball in his hands. This is what happens yeah. when all of a sudden you get a skill guy from Iowa. Right. Bad things happen. Yeah, you don't you, do that. Like, usually if you read a prospect from Iowa, it's either an, the only time is usually an offensive lineman. They usually have got offensive linemen. Or a tight end. Mark right, Cook. That's true. I mean, and, and San Francisco's uh, uh, George Kittle. George Kittle. But but wide receivers, no. quarterbacks, no. 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 So, all right, we're in for Cap and J-Hud. Shot or no shot coming up? That's right. And George Kittle's on line eight, wants to talk to you about Iowa. I love George Kittle. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, I would love to get him on. He's on my list of guys that I would love to talk to. Robbie oh. Gold is going to be joining us at the uh, anniversary party. Maybe he can bring George Maybe Kittle with him. Maybe he can bring George Kittle on one day with us because he grew up be fantastic. Yeah. He, and he's one of the greatest characters in the NFL. So it's Cap and J Hood, Waddle and Sylvie filling in.